0: Thurston gets the ball to ball. guys, it's Hot Take with Adult Take here, and we're back with another episode of Junior Senior 2 Views. I'm here with Senior.
1: Hello, folks. Uh, we
0: are a day late. Sorry about that. Uh, you
1: know, a day later, so it's, it's not always possible to be that consistent, but we'll try better yep. to make sure that the day that we say we're going to do it <laughs> is on. But if you're waiting patiently, here we are. Let's start with the rundown.
0: Uh, bills and bucks. Ah, uh, the Bills are in deep trouble they Tom Brady once again Look, haunts. Thirty three two now. Jesus. it thirty two and three, even, sorry. thirty three and three. Even now. in a different conference. Doesn't matter. Tom Brady comes back to haunt the haunt Buffalo. Buffalo's in deep in deep trouble. Yes. And it's a lot of things. It's not and Josh Allen's injured and he's pretty much their entire offense right now. Right. So and they we, have to
1: start who who they who's their backup? Who's their backup, Trubisky? <laughs> I look, I don't think Trubisky will be starting. I think I believe that Josh Allen will be starting because simply because of the fact that they need the Bills need to try McDermott, to win this McDermott. McDermott
0: said the the foot sprain is day to day, so I don't know. It it comes down to how Josh Allen feels on the day of the game, but I have a small inkling that uh, Trubisky might be starting no, a game. I, I,
1: well, look, I think it depends on their opponent. Their opponents uh, this week is. Carolina, they may decide. Yeah, if, if let's just sit Allen now, because obviously the week after, it's the Patriots. Oh, so boy. they may decide. Maybe it's best to not put Josh Allen. Up yeah, right but now. that
0: puts them at what so, eight and six. Well, right
1: now they're seven and eight.
0: Seven and so eight. They need oh to my God! Him.
1: They need to win the next oh two games to even have a chance.
0: Seven and eight, they're horrible. That's
1: right. So next,
0: uh, Browns Ravens. Uh, Ra- Ravens. I think it's safe to say. I feel like the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens are going to miss the playoffs. Really? They I, don't look good. They well, do not look good. Lamar got injured, and yeah, like they they don't look good. They have so many holes.
1: Um. Yeah. Look. I. I I'm, I'm.
0: They got wrecked
1: at some point. Overall, um, you know, Le- Lamar getting injured is bad because then the backup wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, I think they tried. Um, they did, but like well, they it got was, wrecked. It was, look, but it's the Ravens' mo. We talked about this before, and you said it yourself. And Lamar could they? Pe- they, yeah. they don't start. They always they're always playing catch up. Always. Yep. And Lamar could potentially
0: have COVID with the new outbreak across the league. So, so it's not good.
1: Not good across the board for either for for the Ravens. Look for, for the Browns. There's some light at the end of the tunnel, but they have to win every single game yeah. i think for the rest of the season in order to have What's their schedule a shot. what's their schedule looking like? So as we're talking i'm just typing in off my hand. cuz if they
0: down. have a if they have a soft schedule going into So the, the next game the Browns have the Ray Raiders. Okay. Okay. That's a that could be a win right that there. That could be
1: a win. They got to go to Vegas and, and play there. Yep. Uh, well they're hosting the Raiders sorry. Yep. Then they got to go to Green Bay. Mhm. Yeah, and they no. gotta go finish off with Pitts, finish off with, with Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I, they can potentially have two wins under their belt. Potentially, but you know, again, it's that whole win and then see what happens with someone else. Yeah, right.
0: like so, they gotta win all three games to control their own destiny. Yes. All right. Uh, Dallas and Washington. Not what da- I expected. Dallas, you got lucky as hell.
1: Not what I expected, though. That Dallas, was
0: a blowout. Dallas got luck. Dallas got lucky as hell. That looked like a blowout in the beginning. It was a blowout, and then. Washington started to come back, and then Dallas got lucky in the end. They, and mm. they run, run as fast as you can with that victory, well, because uh, they got lucky against Washington. Even when Washington wasn't starting Taylor Heineke, they were starting Kyle Allen, and like, Washington still looked good against well, Dallas.
1: I mean, I, I, they started off very quick. Yeah, and Dallas, I think, surprised what could, Heineke could get nothing going. Yeah, they were in his face most of the game. It was toward a, the end that's where Washington picked up. No, steam. It, was Kyle, it
0: was Kyle Allen who was starting this game. Heineke's had had okay. some had right. so, a bit of injury problems.
1: Okay, so you know it started off kind of slow with Washington football team. Uh, Dallas fought back. You know they got back into you know Dallas were fighting him. Dak Prescott had a decent game. He didn't throw for much. But he, he, did, have, he, but threw a, he threw a pretty bad pick six, though. Well, he- Heineke did play. He played and then was out, and then yeah. Calhoun came in. So, again, this is a situation where Washington is now 6-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Dallas controls their own destiny well da- Well, Dallas
0: mm-hmm. has has relatively um, – they have a straight path. They just need not – they can't afford to screw up. Well,
1: what can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Now, I'd prefer the Giants, the next team, which we haven't mentioned because of how bad it is. No, no, no. i prefer to think that they could surprise them, but I don't think they will. Uh Uh, And then they play the Washington football team again, and they finish with the Cardinals. So, again, a situation where Dallas should win, maybe win two out of three of those in order to cement their place.
0: Yeah, and I think they should easily win the NFC East, but this is Dallas, and we prefer to see them choke.
1: Right. Anything's possible. So... Let's look at the playoff picture if we can, just briefly. So we're jumping into both the NFC and the AFC if mm-hmm. we look. So let's look at the AFC picture for a second. I'm just pulling up my handy dandy screen. So right now, you have division leaders. You have New England, mm-hmm. Tennessee, KC, and Baltimore. You're in yeah. Baltimore, shaky. Yeah. Then you have the wild cards. The Chargers were now 8-5. and five. Cincinnati is 7-6. and You can't trust them. And then Buffalo, who's... Now, you know, mm-hmm. under 500. Then you have in the hunt. So which of these teams grabs your attention as possibly one team in the hunt could potentially get into the wild card?
0: All right, Ralph. Colts,
1: Browns, Steelers, Broncos, Raiders, or Dolphins?
0: I see. I, honestly, I think the Colts have the best chance. Just because they they're, their offense, when Jonathan Taylor is, is on and healthy, their offense is pretty good. And Wentz hasn't been that bad this season. Mm-hmm. They're starting to get some key guys back, yep. especially I think Quentin Nilsson's come back just recently. Yep. I could be wrong on that, but yep. it, if and when he is back or it is, has been back, yep. that's a huge boon to their offense. So I feel like this team is better than what their record suggests, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that maybe just with how how much of a bloodbath the AFC is this year that they might miss out?
1: All right, I'm with you on the fact that I think the dark horse in the hunt would be the Colts. They had a bye week, so uh-huh. they they're coming. They're going to be coming back with a lot more steam. Yeah, and I'm just going to look at the Colts schedule just to get an idea of what we're talking about, just to see what their schedule is looking like. So the Colts next three games, it's going to be tough because they take on the Patriots. Yeah, so they're going to be hosting the Patriots. Yeah. They're going to take on the Cardinals. Oh. And then they finish with the Raiders. So, potentially 2 out of 3 games are going to be really hard. Yeah, I do. So, there's their their schedule dictates the fact that it's going to be hard for them to get in there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, anything could happen. Anything could happen. All right.
0: right. NFC. Uh no, we have Chiefs Raiders. Um I've never seen a more oh, embarrassing yeah. performance by the Raiders in, in a long time. That was a horrible performance. Like terrible the yep. Chiefs ran carte blanche all over them and I think this might... Mu- th- me watching that game I thought okay it's time to blow it up Raiders
1: no I think it says well look I think it's like more, it says more to me that it's like more about the chiefs actually starting to click now well it they play they're, like they're playing
0: the Raiders yeah but th-
1: the thing about it is is this season has been so unpredictable. You're supposed to beat the teams you're better than, and they did that this weekend. They okay. did that. Okay, okay. So you're supposed but to you, beat the teams. You
0: beat up on the Raiders who are in matter. turmoil. I'm not sold on the Chiefs. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I ha- I'm not sold on the Chiefs. They're still, stuck. They're still sus to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you beat up on the Raiders. They've had two guys who who won't play in the NFL again, or well, at least one of them won't play in the NFL again. Yeah. Another guy who potentially may never play in the NFL again. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, – John Gruden, the whole saga with him. So, this – they're in turmoil. Mm-hmm. You beat up on a team that's lost all morale by, what, week six? Oh. Come on. I'm no, not sold. I, I
1: think I'm, – I'm sold on – I'm actually sold on Casey. I think people were throwing dirt on them. The road for them is going to be hard. They may, based on how the records are going, if they, if they finish decently in the season, they may be enough to get a first-round buy – and get a home playoff game, a home playoff game. But I think, as it stands, if New England plays the way they're playing, no, New England.
0: I think they that, can control. Home I, I feel the like, playoffs. I feel like New England's getting getting this 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 buy and this and home field advantage. Okay, moving. everything's gonna move through Gillette Stadium. All
1: right, moving on. Okay, the Rams and Cardinals just finished playing. They uh, played their Monday night game. Yeah, revenge by the Rams mm-hmm. because they lost earlier to the yeah. Cardinals and. They and the, Rams, the Rams, were. Rams needed this one. They really they, needed, they this, needed one. this one. They needed this one. Just against, to
0: stay pace. And it's, a, and it's against a division rival. Yes. So, it's a big win for the Rams. Uh, a very big win. They, kind of, they did look strong. They did look strong. Well, two against, turnovers. Let's just yeah. look at
1: the number two here. Because Kyler Murray threw two crucial interceptions. Yeah. One, as they were marching down the field early in the game. They were almost there. They were heading to yeah. a touchdown. And then... The second, the next touchdown was halfway down the field, and the halfway point of the field, they threw it up. So two huge interceptions that led to two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, welcome back, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, he had a game yeah. that no one ever thought he. Could yeah, have. he had
0: a great game, but then he's also gotten COVID. So that's just the world giveth Matthew and it Stafford's and it taketh well. away.
1: Uh, they, the Rams did the things they needed to do to win. They ran the ball pretty yeah. well. They ran the ball very well. Sonny Michelle ran for seventy nine yards. Yeah, Matthew Stafford threw receivers. Well, Beckham had you know, Beckham had seventy seven yards. Yeah. So, and Cooper Cup you know is the number one receiver. So they did well. Um, does it speak more about the Cardinals being I, exposed? No, yes. I
0: no I, I still believe in the Cardinals, which is interesting. Um, I I feel like the Rams had they they have talent. They can win these type of games. I think they're more built for the playoffs in any other team right now uh well besides besides green bay i feel like they're the they're the team that has the most pieces ready for a playoff the push. rams yeah okay but it do- can it translate onto the field that's always been the big problem for the rams this season okay
1: so let's look at the rams schedule very quickly to see what that potentially could be yeah yep so the next three games they take on the Seahawks. That should be a win. Mm-hmm. They take on the Rams. That should be a win. Mm-hmm. And they take on the—I mean—they go to the Vikings. Sorry. And they take on the the, the Ravens at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Potentially, could win two out of three of yeah. those. Yeah. They should. The first two games that I just mentioned, first two teams should be gimme's. Yeah. The last one maybe not, but they have potential to finish strong. Yeah. So they're trying to keep pace with the Cardinals right now. Yeah. So if we look at the NFC picture. Let's, let's pull yep, it up. Yeah, let's give it... The Giants are in. No, no sorry, i sorry. <laughs> I, I was looking at one from a few years back. Sorry, folks. I was looking at one from several years ago where the Giants actually were relevant. Um, the NFC picture is you have the division leader. So Arizona lost, so they're 10-3. Yep. But the Green Bay is also 10-3. and three. Yep. Green Bay owns that because they beat Wait, them. They,
0: so they hold tiebreaker. They hold tiebreaker. Yep.
1: So if, if, the, if the playoffs started, at Green Bay would hold the tiebreaker yep. for that. Tampa Bay is... Also, well, the ten, the Tampa Bay one, so that puts them at ten three as well. Yeah.
0: So then you have Dallas
1: at nine at, at nine and four. Yeah.
0: So so potentially, it's a three way tie right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Green Green Bay
0: point. holds tie tiebreaker. So it's going to be interesting to see do the Pack do the Cardinals play Green Bay at all in these last couple weeks.
1: All right. Let's look at the Cardinals schedule, shall we?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: So the Cardinals
0: because they could, could potentially rid that. Tiebreaker away if they beat them if they beat Green Bay, okay.
1: So no, they, they play don't. The Lions, they the do Colts and then the Cowboys. Okay, play. so it's
0: they need Green Bay to lose. They need Green Bay to lose. Green Bay has to lose for them to have the the number one team. It's yes. as simple as that. Yeah, they need a they need to pray to whatever deity they believe in. Um, and looking at and the, the rest of Green Bay,
1: yes, playing Ravens. Yep. Browns and then Vikings if Oh, that's, that's,
0: that's a play. That's 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 a paper soft so, schedule if I've ever look, seen. We're looking
1: it. at the NFC picture, which of the teams in the hunt would be the what one What about the wild think? card teams? What about the wild teams? Well, the wild card teams are LA, San Francisco. <coughs> yeah. And Washington. San Francisco won. San Francisco is so, interesting to me cuz like they they have uh,
0: in my opinion Kittle's the best tight end in the game. Yeah. Like he he's elite. Um they're slowly Trey Lance hasn't Played a lot this season, but they're slowly developing him in the shadows. Mm-hmm. I think he could be an All Pro quarterback. He's got yes, potential right now. But they have right, now, right they have now, Jimmy G, Jimmy G is. The so starter.
1: I'm looking at the teams in the hunt. Which of the teams do you think are in the hunt? Minnesota, um, Philadelphia, Minnesota. Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina, Seattle, the Giants for sure, and the Bears. For sure. so <laughs> I let's agree. just start by saying, can we start, folks, by saying the last three teams, Carolina, last four teams. Carolina, Seattle, Giants, and Chicago should be nowhere near. They should near. be a separate section around teams that have no hope, but could make it a problem for somebody.
0: I feel like I. So let's go over these teams. Uh,
1: let's start with Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta. So and that's it. Those are the three teams.
0: I feel like Minnesota have the best chance, yeah, but boy. that and that pains me to say because <laughs> because I they're the most frustrating team to me. Um, they have the best chance, but I think they'll blow it. Yeah. I oh, think they'll blow it and they need a lot to happen in order to get that spot. Philadelphia, I don't have any hope forget in. Forget it. Uh you can forget Philadelphia and you can forget the last three teams all as right. well.
1: Yeah, by all means. Okay, moving on. Steph, two nine seven four. He finally did it. It was it was almost And the worst place to in, do it in, in MSG. In right, MSG, where the Knicks could have potentially drafted him. Yep. he could have done that <laughs> in the Knicks jersey. So, Fantastic.
0: it was almost an inevitability this time last year. Ooh, he was boy. he was going to pass Ray of Allen course. eventually, and he's done so.
1: But what does that what does that say? Because I think. Ray Allen was part of a different era. Yep. Where I don't think the three back the three, in the late nineties was as the three was a big deal. No,
0: no, it wasn't. It was a big deal, but, but it was not it wasn't as common. It wasn't as common as today as we see it in today. Steph, um, before this, I feel like before before last year, where he pretty much carried the Warriors to a playing spot, was more seen as the as among the wider uh, NBA community as. Oh, or um, NBA fan base as more of a modern basketball pioneer. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the best point guards of all time, but more not really in that GOAT status.
1: Okay, okay. so I'm looking at statistics. Yeah. Okay? So Ray Allen took more attempts than Steph. Almost 1,000 more. Yeah. And, you know, I guess within the seasons he played, he got to there, it took him a little longer, whereas Steph took nine seasons to get there. Yeah. So, you know, the nearest person... On the list of actives is James Harden. Yeah. So I don't even know if James Harden could ever get there. No, James Harden's no. Because no, he's taken you know six thousand odd attempts now, maybe more, because the numbers aren't always current.
0: Yeah. But, and But lion chair, those are in Game Seven of the two thousand eighteen Western Conference Finals. There you
1: go. So, um, yeah, it's a good achievement. It's a great achievement for Steph, and oh. I don't think I think he's not done. No, I think the sky's the no, it No, no, so no, no, can, no, no. You know, this get, is nowhere, I think he can reach four thousand.
0: This is nowhere near done for Steph.
1: <laughs> I think he, I honestly believe he can reach 4,000. He wants to
0: solidify this of course, spot.
1: that's you know you don't want anybody to get near. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, moving on, Zion with a setback. Yeah, another so injury. So
1: it's been reported. So I've just pulled up on. Yep. Deadspin, one of the places I look at. Uh, it just says it was a. Report by Jesse, Jesse Specter, and it just says, "Please just let Zion Williamson's body work." So yeah. it talked about, you know, this is the situation; he's suffering soreness in his foot. This is based on the the surgery he had on his fracture of his right foot. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're New Orleans,
0: you're you you're are crappy. Yep. Yeah.
1: So what do you do? Do you shelve him because now you're pulling back? Well, you know, what do you do? They have I, I would to. have to say you showed they, they have to.
0: They've got no other choice. Like, if right now, I feel like, and it pains me to say this because I love Zion. I think he, he could be a future generational talent, but I think he's starting the Greg Odin simulation. Mm. It pains me to say it, but I think he's starting the Greg Odin cycle where, like, you know, Greg Odin. Great, yeah, great player, know, first overall, but he's starting that simulation. He's starting that arc because, like, he can't
1: get healthy for his life. No, and He can't life. do it. Because of the knee and now the foot. The thing about the foot is worse than the knee, in my opinion, is that you need the weight. And so especially, the issue is he's put on, reportedly he's put on some weight. Yeah. So that doesn't help your and feet. And especially for him, his, his specialty is dunking. And you need your feet. You need your feet, period. Yeah. How about dunking? How about just standing up straight? Yeah. How about just running down the court? So, if he's experiencing soreness, at 8-21, and 21, let's put a stamp on this season. This is cooked. No. Don't even it. bother. No. Why no. are you bringing him back? Just, if you're bringing see, him back... Just deactivate him. If you're bringing him back, really, it's about filling seats. Of course it, it is. Of course it is. And there's plenty is. of seats to sit at the Smoothie Arena. Yeah. Lots yeah. of seats. Pick a seat anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you want. Pal- I, think I, I think we could get... Courtside seats being nobody for free for free because the I,
0: pe- the pelicans are awful they're dreadful. They, who do they have? Nobody. No, I mean they don't so, have anybody besides maybe Jackson Hayes. But well, that's it.
1: Well, they, well, we have Brandon Ingram when he's healthy. When he's so, healthy, but he ain't healthy. Right. So I feel bad, but I think if you're smart, you go. You're 19 years old. You're our future. We gotta keep you healthy.
0: We, here. De- de- we're gonna deactivate you for the rest of the season yeah, and right. give you so. the the ample amount of medical treatment. We're going to put in money to make sure y- you, as our most valuable asset, is are available for the future. All right, moving on. Kevin uh, Durant was fined. That was – I saw that clip. That, this, that was a funny clip. I mean, if you're going to – if you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Mm-hmm. That's just my thing. If you're going to talk – if you're going to pay all that money for – Damn near courtside seats it's and court chirp. Seat. Well, courtside, well, courtside court seats and chirp at the players. Yeah. You gotta expect.
1: They're what do you think they are? They're human as well. They're gonna react. And yeah. this is what this is the yeah, thing. Yeah, i I thought it was a bit excessive. I think because he used profanity, but I think the fan was looking to get something out. Well, of Well, of course, because the fan said stop, uh, stop of of chirping the crybaby.
0: Yeah, of course. And,
1: I mean, and I again—it's that whole situation of the you know the fans who pay the money think they have the right to talk exactly to players that way. like people don't realize like you're you're watching entertainment
0: they're they're doing a job they're right. working yeah. they're at work they don't want to be disturbed yeah. and that's why the NBA puts so much emphasis on when people sit courtside you do not touch the players yeah, you do not touch You not
1: touch players but it's the fact that you it was just things bars yeah. thrown that way. And I understand that, but you also right. You poke yeah. Kevin Durant. Yes. ready to start anytime, anywhere. He's,
0: he's got Twitter fingers for days. Right. So
1: he's he's not he's not going to be quiet like Kawhi. If it was Kawhi yeah. Leonard and you said don't be a crybaby, he maybe may have blinked to give you a response. <laughs> Outside of that, he's going to keep playing. Right? Kawhi yeah. doesn't talk. Ka- I don't know. I've never heard him talk. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. but durant this this whole thing is like i looked at it and i'm like well the fan got what he deserved that's the least he deserved because players are not they they're considered assets in the nba they're real human beings they don't like being they don't like being assaulted they're they're entertaining you sit back and enjoy the game you oh, paid all that money for do for yes. that
1: so trade deadline buyers and is sellers? not yet here because we're uh-huh. in a different part of the world yep. but do we have who do you think are the buyers and the centers. I think there's a couple of
0: teams who I think are going to be buyers. One of them, I was saying this to myself before, one of them is going to be the Nets because I have a feeling that they don't have the depth necessary to go far just yet. I think Sean Marks is going to be looking at the pieces available at the deadline and thinking, okay, we need to add stuff to our bench because I, I will point you to Game 7 last year against the Bucks. I know injuries to Irving and Harden really depleted them. Yep. But Joe Harris, with all his bricks, he's supposed to be one of the best three-point shooters in the game. Where did he go? He disappeared.
1: Okay. So would it be also subtraction with with Kyrie Irving? Because we um, don't know anything going on with him. Apparently there's rumors that he
0: might come back this season. I don't see it happening. Right. Especially with the NBA becoming more stringent and the Omicron variant Okay. Um, on vaccines.
1: So you have a seller. I have a seller. I think the seller might be the Boston Celtics. Yeah, because I don't believe that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's games. It's not. Each it's other. not going
0: to be either I, one of them. It's not going really? to be either one of them. I think it might. Be. It's, it's not, not
1: Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown. No,
0: I don't think it's going to be Jalen Brown okay. because. He gives a he's one of those players who gives a lot more value onto the court than you could get in a trade. Mm-hmm. So and he's a piece that should be coveted. So I don't think it's going to be him. It's probably going to be Marcus Smart because he's been awful offensively mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. year, and you could fetch maybe a decent return for him. The Sixers oh. for Ben Simmons because <laughs> they're dying to sell that. Come oh on. no, it's like we can just like but we can close the book on that. Like I feel like there are a couple teams interested in Simmons, like the Blazers and the and the Pacers. And speaking of which, I think the Pacers are going to be sellers at the deadline. Who's they, going? With? I feel like they should blow it up completely. Oh, get
1: another team. They're no, no, you'd be the worst general manager ever. You just would blow things up and go. Well, I, I get
0: most of my GM experience off NBA Two K. Let's let's get that straight oh, right boy, now. But but way. here we but with the Pacers currently, the East is stacked. They're going nowhere near the playoffs. Oh. I feel like they could, uh, they they need to they need to get rid of the guys that they have because they have solid guys. They need to build around Cristoarte. All
1: right, next.
0: All right, moving on. We have, we have the Coyotes uh, possibly moving. I think this is all but a given. Really? With their ownership and with how term how much turmoil that they've had over the past however many years. They're 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 going to be moving from Glendale at the end of the season. That's that's like set in stone. We talked
1: about that many many moves yep. ago.
0: They're not going. They're they're the city has said. Yep. We don't. They have. we are squatting. They haven't, been, squatting. They, out they haven't
1: been paying rent. Yeah, you're not paying. You're squatting.
0: Yep. So Glendale is going to be forcing them out. It's and we said before. I said this. It's either they move to a different city or they pony up seventy million. Or move back to Winnipeg. Or, sorry, no, the Jets. <laughs> are, sorry, or, they can't move back to Winnipeg. Or, it's too late. Or they either move to a different city or pony up 70, 70 million to move to Tempe. So, I have a feeling with the ownership situation, Alex Morello's ownership ha- looked good at first, but more details started coming out about a family atmosphere that that pr- promotes intimidation out of threatening reporters, okay. all the crap out of a so bad comedy. despite
1: the fact that Gary Bettman's and, absolutely and, certain that that will
0: happen. All, Gary Bettman's always been, like, hungry for that expansion team in his great manifest destiny. So, but he, they have to admit it. The venture to Phoenix, to Arizona, has been a complete and utter disaster mm. for the NHL. It hasn't done anything good for the league. Besides one conference final appearance in 2012 where they got smacked by the Kings that's it that, that's all they've done good in this league
1: okay moving on the, another high, I'll tell you this one the next Hockey thing you might know, fed
0: up Flyers fans. <laughs> when are they not fed oh, up? We know that. Blacks... When, when are the Fly, when are Flyers fans not so, fed up? So, may I may I remind you of the time where they did a nice tribute to a former player, where they had light up bands and they proceeded to throw them on the ice when okay. Alex Ovechkin and Wayne Simmons literally he had to say stop to okay. the crowd.
1: Okay, so there's there's now a digital movement where fans are getting. Their faces digitized with the bag. <laughs> uh, the mascot's got the bag on there. It's Gritty, gritty. 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 <laughs> gritty. So you know they're fed up. The coach just got fired. Elaine Vino. They have a acting we, coach, and that's not working out well either. They've lost eight in a row, maybe nine in a row now.
0: Like I'm ha- like, when are the Flyers fans not fed up? They're they're the gift that keeps on giving to the to the rest of the NHL fan base. Mm. Like Flyers fans are so easily pissed off. And we we love to see it. It's our it's our it's our comfort. It's our comfort, mm-hmm. especially as a as a rival fan in the Metro Division. It's it's my it's my comfort, and especially since the Rangers are doing pretty good this year. But um the the Flyers themselves are a mess right now. Um, they obviously fired Elaine Vino. We talked about that last mm-hmm. week. Um, we tried to warn you about him, and you didn't listen. Uh, their interim coach. It's not going well. They've lost a in a row. Uh. The I told you last week their veteran core needed to show up. Giroux, Konechny, Con, Couturier, they have been all but ghosts right now in what is going on. So I feel like like this core—it's—it's it's not getting any younger.
1: Okay, all right. So belated happy birthday to Pol- Polar
0: Bear. Uh, it's been great for the Mets in his in his two. In, I think three full seasons he's mm-hmm, been with the Mets, but they mostly wasted him. Make the damn playoffs, Mets, please.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I I would say that it's he's definitely worth it. I believe that you know his his absolute career so far has been pretty good. Um, you know, he's had a decent run of things. I think he should be the captain. I think they yeah. have to figure out – the Mets have to figure out about that. They have to – whether but, And surrounding him with some bats well, because really right, – Well,
0: right now they can't do anything because of the lockout. Of course. So, so I think
1: surrounding him with some more with, – with at least some protection because he does have a tendency to strike out a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know – They need his, run support. They need run support. His averages have never really been that great. It's been yeah. around 250, 260. Yeah. He doesn't hit for average. He hits for power. Yeah. Yeah. They, but, uh, need, they need run
0: support for, for DeGrom and Scherzer, because because if they're going to give Scherzer the DeGrom treatment, they shouldn't have gotten him anyway. Well, so they need run support. That's the biggest thing for the Mets. They need to retool their outfield, which they've done to an extent by getting Charlene Marte and yeah. Eduardo Escobar, which I think are great moves, by the way. Yeah. Um, they need to retool their out, outfield and get some run support. Right.
1: But happy birthday to Pete. Yep. All right.
0: All right. So that'll, that'll do for our bonus episode this week. Uh... A bit of a, a long one. So I think the two the two episode episode format is working, don't you think? We're covering... Oh, this is the first time we're doing yeah, this. It <laughs> R- remains to be
1: seen what the viewer,
0: what, what the listeners are going to do with this. Second time, actually. So time, yeah, So true, we're right? covering pretty much all the major stuff, and we're not really missing anything with no. these two. So, once again, if you're from TikTok, welcome. We do this every... If not, go uh, to TikTok. Yep. I'll link it in the description of this episode, and we post little clips on there and funny moments. But that'll be our show for this week. Stay tuned for Friday, and we'll see you then.
1: Bye.